Welcome to the Game Time Podcast, episode 20. If this is your first time stopping by, thank you so much. I'll give you a quick little rundown of what goes on around here. Basically, I'm just playing through games that I want to play, never got to play, or never got to beat. Then, I sit down and I talk about them with friends and or strangers. Today, Stranger Turned Friend is back on the podcast. Tony, aka Flip It a Switch. You might know him from other episodes we've done, Link to the Past and Little Nemo the Dream Master, or you might know him from his own show, Spears on Point a show that I've had a ton of fun being a guest on over the past few weeks, chatting about things other than video games. If you're interested in that kind of thing, I will have his stuff linked in the bio as well. Tony's the man, fellow streamer, content creator, podcaster. You get the gist. He's in the ecosystem and always a pleasure to chat with. And when I heard Mylon Seeker Castle was his favorite NES game back in the day, I knew we had to do an episode on it. Probably one of the hardest games I've ever beaten. Extremely unforgiving. Tough and cheap as hell. Fuck god this game but it's not all bad we laughed the entire way through this and all this game lacks but by the end of it i think we did it justice imagine a 2023 where instead of tears of the kingdom taking over the world could have been mylon and his magic bubble it's a fun hypothetical but unfortunately that did not happen this game missed and it missed pretty bad Uh, i had a good time with it though all things considered fun game That's all I got. Thank you all so much. Going to get some music queued up, and I'm sorry. It's not very good. But the game is fun, and that's what's important. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Have a good weekend. Hopefully you're getting a three-day. I'm going to go play some video games. Hello, Craig. Hey, what's up, dude? Yeah, there's Craig again. <laughs> oh, Craig, you wily bastard. All right, let me get my camera turned on here. Okay, cool. There we are. There's hey, me. There you go. Hey, whatever you want to do. Usually I don't do these with uh, with cam on, but here we are. I, I oh, turned I mean, it on tonight. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I forgot your audio only. I mean, that's cool, though. I mean, I, I respect the fact that you've limited yourself to only one craft because God, sure. knows, God knows I'm in the midst of... Oh man, I'm I am paddling up a boat. I'm sorry, I'm paddling a boat up a river, and the current <laughs> is way too strong, dude. But like, I got other people in the boat, and they're paddling too. And I'm just like, all right, we're just gonna we're just gonna keep doing this, I guess, and just <laughs> see what happens, I suppose. Hell yeah! No, that's awesome. I love it, man. I love um, it. I was, me... I, I missed you last week, man. I you didn't do an episode, so I was like, oh man. I mean, I get it, but I had to like I had to shuffle like people around because i had someone lined up that weekend and i was like hey not gonna do this weekend x you know x y and z and they're like no no man it's cool it's cool and i'm like all right sweet like so i wasn't you know i wasn't exactly breaking any hearts but at the same time I was yeah just like, all right, it, just, well. it doesn't feel good though yeah I, I know i know what you mean man it, it just doesn't feel good when you have to do something like that mm-hmm. okay so i got the wikipedia page up all right I meant to go through and do a man. Why isn't there a dark mode on Wikipedia? Like, is there really not? I well, I fuck. Is there? Because if there is, that changes my whole world. 
I don't think so. Actually, I'm looking it up. Nope, nope. It is white. Oh, man, that's what they that's what they need. If they had a dark mode on Wikipedia, I would be in it to win it. But I mean, you're not <laughs> re- you're not recording video, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, no, it's all. But yeah, so like, I don't I don't have a lot of long anecdotes about this game or anything. So I promise I'm not gonna divert course or anything too much. Um, and again, like like you you've gotten further in this game than I have. You actually <laughs> beat this game. Um. I still have it. I always thought that the story was really interesting, like the way the backstory is set up, which like obviously doesn't tell you in the game, but for some reason, like the like the internet at large knows it. So when I read it, I was like, huh, okay, that's interesting. But then um, it's also, like I said, it's more of a sentimental thing of why this game is my favorite because like it's the only game my grandfather ever really got into. And I'll, I'll, I'll explain that more once we, okay, like, gotcha. once we start going and everything, but it's a, it's kind of, it, it, it's very weird looking back now and being like, man, okay. That, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, whenever you're ready, man, we can, uh, we can cool, get cool. to cracking. Well, Tony, welcome back to the game time podcast. How are you doing? Brother, this is one of my favorite shows to come on. I, I legitimately, love the like you just hit me up in discord and you'll be like bro i've been playing this game and i and i will just like literally have this aha <laughs> moment of like i can't believe he discovered this like <laughs> i like i i cannot believe you have done this finally i can talk about this game this like stupidly obscure game with someone which which it's funny because after we do some research right they turn out to not be so obscure but obviously you have to like really dig down for the people that are like into it Absolutely. I feel like today's topic is definitely one of the more obscure ones. Like it has its, I don't want to say fan base. It has a, it has a a subset of people that are really into it. I think mostly in the speedrunning community, but it's, it's definitely one that is like near and dear to my heart. But I love, I love coming on this show with you because the games that you talk about, I'm just like, man, these are all just like fun games. Absolutely. Yeah, this is a weird one, uh, for sure. And it's yeah. an it's an odd story on uh, on how I got to the the uh, conclusion that I wanted to play this. Yeah, um, th- that, that's what I'm curious about. Because yeah. <laughs> I know I've brought this up in conversation, but never in a like, oh, you should play this. It yeah. was always just no, in, no, like, no. A, oh, like, it's one of those that. games that I, you know, <laughs> that I played that, you know, has a special place in my heart. But then when you hit me up in Discord and you're like, yo, I'm playing this game. I was like, what is happening? What is going on? What is this intersection of reality I've come to? So if you don't know, to the listener, uh, we're going to be talking a little bit of a Mylon Secret Castle, a, oh, uh, an oddity of the NES. I guess that's a good way to, uh, to put it. Yeah. Uh, most famous from the Angry Video Game Nerd. That's where I first saw it. That is the best explanation of this game out there. There's no way I could even touch what he did uh and it's also probably the most it's probably also the most pr this game has ever gotten since release (laughs) yeah yeah no kidding it's a weird game man i don't know we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna dive into it and i'm gonna come to the conclusion by the end of this episode if this is a good game or not because i'm (laughs) still unsure i go back and forth like this game is shit you know (laughs) and then and then i really start to think about it i'm like yeah kind of cool so we're we'll 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 get there we'll get there by the end of this but um yeah mylon secret castle i know you had talked to me about it before um in some degree and i definitely saw somebody uh i saw somebody speed run it for i 
<laughs> I actually think it's the mu it was the music and gaming event that I ran Mega Man for a few months ago. I think somebody ran Mylon Singer Castle. Uh, oh, that wow. was just that was a big event. It went on for like 13, 14 hours. It was a bunch of races and people just showing off games with good music in it in them yeah. and i think that's hilarious because this music sucks but <laughs> i'm pretty but sure i, I think the sure joke is <laughs> i think that the joke is that music is the crux of the game mm -hmm. like it's a it's it, it's it's really weird when you break this game down because you're right the actual you know air quotes here soundtrack to this game is not great in fact it's incredibly grating in certain in certain levels you're just like, oh my god, why is this track only six seconds long, and why is it repeating over <laughs> and over again? But it's it's because it's the game is set in a world where people communicate through music. That's the that's one of the the things about it, and why what, like when when I was a kid and playing this game, right? This is one of those games that was just magically in my NES collection. Couldn't tell you where it came from, and. When I was playing it, I had no, I, I had no backstory on it. I didn't have the box. I didn't have the manual, anything like that. I just had the cart, and I didn't have the Legend of Zelda, and so I was <laughs> like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play this." Okay, so I was playing it, and I kept, I kept bashing my head against the same things because it's incredibly obtuse. Like this game does not tell you anything. Like yeah. it goes to the start screen, you hit start, and then. You're Mylon outside the castle, and it's like, all right, buddy, go in there. And you don't even know you're supposed to be saving the princess. Like, there's no backstory or exposition whatsoever. Yeah, it tells you nothing. Yeah, and you just you just go in, and you're like, I guess I explore this castle. And so if you're going into it, like, completely blind with no type of, like, of context or anything, the game is, like I said, like, the audio is grating. It is tough to control in some spots. It wants you to be incredibly precise in a lot of the game, and it's it's honestly just not a very I hate to say this, but it's not a very well put together game. I'm not gonna say yeah, it's not absolutely. it's not well made. It has cool elements, but I don't think the individual parts come together well. Mm -hmm. I think is the best way to put it. I'm never gonna say a game is a bad. It, like a game is a bad game unless it is just objectively bad. And the fact that it doesn't really, it doesn't tell you anything. It just drops you in. Uh, you know, you're just, you're just in this, uh, this castle or you're on the outside of the castle, I guess I yeah. should say. And so the first thing you do is you go into doors, right? And uh, there's like three, three or four doors on that first level of the castle. Yeah. And it just, it, it, it immediately, kind of shows you that it's not playing around you know like you can die so quickly in this game and i think that's one of the things that really breaks it for me um because there's no invincibility frames like yeah. you walk in and you get hit by an enemy like and they will just juggle you oh dude you i mean you have you have no shot no shot yeah um the enemy if you get hit once you're getting hit two or three times and i think you start with like five or six health like yeah. It, dude, it it's wrecked me, wrecked yeah. me. And on top of that, you know, this is one of the reasons why, like, this is a perfect example of a, of a game that you need the manual for to play. Because if you die, it's game over. Yep. Like, 100% game over. But in the manual, it tells you when you go to the death screen, if you just hold left and start, then you continue right where you were at. 
Yeah, which is like, you can't put that in the game. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You can't, you could not beat this game for the first time without that. Like, no, anybody who says that they've beat it without that that continue code you're, you're just you're lying like yeah. <laughs> you couldn't beat it and yeah it, i mean it's, it's like oh yeah i just go game. in cold yeah no hell yeah, I, no i just i just i hit start i start the timer on my speed run and then i just blast through it it's like no yeah maybe after like 10 years of figuring out what the hell is going on in this game but the problem is is like you can't even survive long enough to figure out exploits or to figure out you know, like the most optimal route for things like there's no like exploration is punishing in this game, like trying to figure out the way to go to a place. Or like which block you got to hit with the bubble in order to, you know, to like get on the other side of a wall to go down into this into one spot or something like that. Like the exploration portion of it is punishing because like the enemies aren't gone once you defeat them, they respawn. Yeah, so like, infinite respawns. Yeah, no so invincibility frames. Yeah, and you're you're constantly in peril. Like you were constantly in peril in this game, and so exploration is like incredibly punishing, and so it's hard to figure all this stuff out. So yeah, anyone that's like, oh no, I beat this game without the, uh, without the the continue code. No, I I I completely agree with you. I would just call him a liar and walk away. Like, yeah, I, not to learn it because to beat it to be able to beat this, it's not a very long game. That's the other thing. Um, like if you're playing it and you know what you're doing, it's not not long at all. Like this is an easy sit down and beat it in an hour game. Yeah. Uh, after you know what to do, but in order to beat it without dying or without using that continue code, you would almost have to know like speed run strats to oh, be yeah. able to do it. Like you would have to know where everything is. Um, yeah. I, I mean, this is a, this is a tough game. Hands down, this is the hardest game I've ever beaten for sure. Like on the yeah. NES, at least. Uh, there, yeah. There's some like newer games and modern games that I would say are harder than this that I've beat. But for an NES game, this is by far the hardest one I've beat. Yeah. And again, like what I was talking about with like it having incredibly punishing exploration, right? Like if you're just tooling around outside the castle and trying to like figure out, like, can I go in this door? Can I go in this like shuttered window? Like you're trying to figure all this stuff out. Eventually, like a thunderstorm comes and then there's lightning flying around and the lightning will kill you. So you got to go inside. You just pick a door and you're like, I'm going to go in here. And half the time, the door doesn't even actually like lead anywhere. It's going to be a dead end because you haven't gotten the item that allows you to progress. And so you go back and like, yeah, the thunderstorm's gone now. But it's like, well, what was I doing? Like, I, I was trying to figure something out. If I could jump up here, I don't know. Like, oh, I'm just going to go inside this door. And yeah. so it's like, it's. You can tell it's a game that wants itself to be seen as like, oh, it's so open and you can you can explore and stuff like that. But also they're trying to funnel you down a critical path mm-hmm. and it does it in the most like just club over the head way. It's it. This game is beating you into its critical path. Right. And, you know, kind of back to what you were saying um, about this game, trying to do a lot of interesting things. Um, at the same time, it's trying to do a lot of different things. Like, it doesn't know exactly what it wants to be. That's at least how I see it. Because this plays, yeah. it plays almost like a janky Super Mario 2 or something like that. Or maybe even just like a Super Mario. It plays a lot like that, but it has the exploration of like a Metroid. But then yeah. it has like the hidden things of a Zelda. Yeah. And it's really weird. It's just, it's a really unsettling game in in a way <laughs> um what be the music the music is what kills it no, because dude, there's gosh. literally three songs in the whole game there's yeah. three songs <laughs> and they're and they're all like seven to eight 
seconds long, and it just plays on loop. And like, like I imagine this game could be. I well, I don't want to. I almost don't want to make this joke because I don't want to sound like I'm poo pooing on this game. Because I do, in my heart of hearts, love this game. But like, you could use this get this music from this game as a form of torture. Like, <laughs> you could just like put this on blast and just have it playing over and over again, and you would eventually break someone. They would give you the launch codes. Like, yeah. there's no there's no denying that because it's like, uh, and it's not even good eight bit music. That's the problem. If it was better eight bit music. Okay, like if it was like some little Nemo stuff, you know what I mean? Some like real banger soundtracks, yeah, for sure. But this is Hudson, not Capcom, and I think that's an important thing to point out when we're talking about this game as opposed to other uh, NES games of the time, because like if you look at Hudson's library, they have some very weird games. Some of them are very beloved, like a lot of people like Adventure Island, a lot of people like Bunks Adventure. They're still weird games when you're really looking at them like mechanically. Oh yeah. Oh and yeah. And only a handful like the Adventure Island music's okay. I honestly cannot recall enough of Bonk's Adventure to know if I like the music or not, but like they have such a strange track record when it comes to their games that like Mylon Seer Castle doesn't seem too far from the fold. But at the same time, it's trying to it's trying to so desperately like you said, do so many things. Like it wants to have like the like the Metroidvania uh, elements of like get these you know get these items so you can perform these actions. And it wants to do the you know the Zelda two exploration bit of like you know go to these places and try your abilities there and see if you find secret stuff. And it's trying to do so much of that that I feel like it's almost working against itself. Yeah, and it's a real shame too because like it this game shoots so high but it just misses every time. Like with everything that they try, it just comes up short, but they're all yeah. really cool ideas. Like, yeah. because the whole, you know, looking, looking back to the manual, the, the whole thing with this game, uh, Mylon's deaf. I don't know if you knew that. He's the only one that cannot speak in music and everybody in the land of Hudson speaks in music. Exactly. And so why the fuck? Are there only three songs? Like they had such a good opportunity to make some really cool music and like diversify all these uh, levels and stuff because there's quite a few levels. There's like twelve or something. Um, yeah. That you that you have to go through, and you know, just to hear you know the same monotone kind of song the whole way through until you get to something a little bit more serious. Like there's yeah. one level where you drop into a well and the music gets really fast, and then there's boss music, and that's it. That's yep. it. You have the one song through the whole game and then a little bit faster song for a little bit uh, more dangerous scenarios and stuff and then boss music. So I just, yeah. I, I don't know. For, for a game to be like, you know, this is based around music and it not to have... Or how like uh, the bonus level. The bonus level is literally, there's a band in the back and music notes are flying up. Yeah. And you get points by catching music notes. And... And honestly, like that's probably the best song in the whole in the whole game. That whole like the 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 drum line that's playing in the back, like yeah. I can still recall that like like that. I can still recall that all these years later, and it's so like it's so central to like the setting and everything. And then yeah, like you said, like the rest of the music is just like oh my god, like who's yeah. Like, who do I have to shoot to make this harp stop? Like, please, just, like, just release me from this prison. But, but then, like you said, though, it is, 
it is cool in a lot of other ways because of the stuff it is trying to do. It's just like it is just punishing you for doing it. That's the that's the problem. The game is it's actively antagonizing you. And the stuff that you can unlock and do and like discover and stuff like that is all really cool. Like the whole like when I was a kid, I did not understand what the green thing was that would hit you in the head and make you small. I did not understand what that was. But it's a punching glove. Mm-hmm. And so it's the whole concept of like the punching glove comes down, well the the yeah the the glove comes down and it hits Milo on the head and like makes him small because it hit him on the head, like it's like it's like funny nifty stuff like that that gives a certain charm to the game, but it explains nothing to you. Right? No, it it doesn't tell you anything, and uh, yeah, yeah, and even to like if you see that punching bag, right? You have to get this medicine. It's called the the tiny medicine or something like that. You have to get this this uh, your first upgrade. And uh, after you get that upgrade, then when the punching bag hits you, uh, it'll make you small and you're a little bit more agile and you can fit into smaller places. And, you know, in a lot of sections, you have to do that. But if you just go up to that punching bag, like before you really know what you're doing, it's just going to hit you and you're going to think that you need to avoid it um, because it will hurt you before you get that medicine. Um, Yeah, I'm going to backtrack just one second where you were talking about the you were talking about the music games the little mini games Mm -hmm. uh two two things one thing that i think is really cool is that music uh mini game actually builds on itself as the game goes through yeah so like by the time you're at the end of the game like that's a full band like it starts off with just you know like a little uh you know like a little snare drum or whatever and then every every time you do another one like another instrument gets added to it and it does become a song so i do think that's really cool um, but the first time of finding that mini game, I was really bashing my head against the wall, man. Cause I, <laughs> I could not figure out what the game wanted me to do. Like when you load in, you get two levels, essentially you get two levels, yeah. a shop and one room that's just empty. And once I pieced it together of like the trajectory that this game was going to follow, I understood. And I played the rest of the game without a guide, um, from the first set of levels on but i was going through that first level man i was shooting bubbles at everything also mylon his only attack is to shoot bubbles <laughs> he yeah. can shoot them up well up and up and to the left or down well i don't know if that's a good way to to say it like 45 degree angles yeah so like 45 you can't shoot it directly up. in front of you no, no, no. You can't shoot it up, down, or directly in front of you. Just just in between. So that's really annoying. But... All the directions Mega Man can't shoot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but the only way to find anything is you shoot... You basically just have to spam bubbles at everything. You just shoot... Oh, yeah. You shoot bricks, like money pops out. You know, the game's super based on finding this currency all around uh, each level, and that doesn't respawn. So, like... You know, and those those little uh, mini games that you were talking about, that's how you get money. If you get X, you know, X amount of notes is worth X amount of dollars. So that's yeah. why those are in there. Um, but yeah, dude, I was just walking around those first two levels, just shooting bubbles at everything. Could not <laughs> like I, I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure it out. I was like, why is this room empty? I know this door needs to unlock or I need to find something. And the shop tells you, I think it's the first level in the in the shop. He'll tell you that you need to find a saw. And yeah. so I'm looking everywhere for the saw. Like, I have no idea, no idea. Um, and so eventually I looked it up 
like or I didn't I didn't really look it up. I I pulled up a let's play or a speed run of it or something and I saw what they did and I was like, holy shit. Okay, I would have never figured that out. Because what you have to do is like Mario the block. Like exactly how he does in Mario. And yeah. I was thinking with this bubble mechanic that that was going to be nowhere to be found. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then on top of that, to get to the store that you need to buy the item to get you to the next level, you have to push a block. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I didn't see that coming at all either because that's Zelda, you know. But unlike Zelda, like, you can't tell when you're pushing a block. Like, in well, Zelda, if you just walk up to a block and push it, he'll push it. But in my yeah, one, he, he just, like, runs against it for a few seconds, and then it moves. Well, don't forget, you have to push the block and then hit that space with a bubble to make the door appear. Like, so you're, you're, you're expected to understand the, the rules of the world and how the game works, again, with no explanation. Like, I, I feel like... And again, like when I had this game as a kid, I had no instruction manual or anything like that. I imagine that the instruction manual had to be like the largest info dump ever. <laughs> like it, it had to be like, oh, like you can do this. Like, and I've never seen the, the manual. I actually probably should go back and look at it, honestly, just to see if like there's any like decent artwork in there. And it's half the reason why the Legend of Zelda games caught my eyes because like those instruction manuals have some like really good artwork in them. Mm. But, um, but yeah, like it's just, and it's it, it's like you said, you get those first two levels and you're just bashing your head against it. You're like, what am I doing wrong? Like, what am I not doing? Like, it's just so insane. But it's funny how you talked about like not, not uh, like trying to watch any Let's Plays or any speedruns or anything like that. So the reason why I have any fondness for this game in my heart, right, is because this is the only game that my grandfather ever really got into, okay? So my grandfather was always like the vehicle to me playing video games because we had, I think I talked about it on the show before, but like I'd stay at my grandparents' house damn near every weekend. And every weekend he would take me down to the video store and I would rent a video game and he'd rent a movie. And so I'd spend the weekend playing, uh, playing whatever I rented and he'd watch his movie. So when I came upon Mylon Seer Castle, right? I had no idea where it, like he probably picked it up at a yard sale. I don't know. Cause he would always just like grab random stuff from yard sales that he'd find and bring them home. And I started playing it. And then because it was so hard, I, you know, little kid, I'm like, oh my pop, we help me. Like, I don't know how this game works. And so he <laughs> was trying to help me like figure it out. Mm. And then it got to the point to where like he was playing it even when I wasn't around. He was trying to beat the game. And he, I remember one time I came over uh, for the weekend and I came into the, into like the guest room where I would typically stay and where the, the Nintendo was and everything. And he was sitting there on the bed playing the game. And he was at the first boss. And he was, you know, you know, hopping, you know, desperately hopping around as you do in that game, trying to hit him with the freaking bubbles or whatever. But he ended up dying. And he just got like, it's the only time I've ever seen a man his age rage quit. He was just like, ah, fuck this. And just threw the controller down. <laughs> he was just I so mad. You know, he was so irritated. But then after that, right, he, 
I remember like anytime I would bring friends over or whatever, he would like question them on if they knew anything about the game. He's like, you know, like literally be like, hey, have you ever played Mylon Sewer Castle? And he'd be like, uh, no. And he was like, okay, because I'm, I'm trying to figure this whole thing out. Like he was really in the figuring out the game. Mm-hmm. And so, but like I said, it was, it's the only game that he ever really got into. And so like, it has this like place in my heart because I feel like if it was, if he had gotten into any other game, like if he'd played like the legend of Zelda, if he'd played Mega Man, if he'd played you know, anything that was a little more straightforward or had just a little bit more explanation to like what's going on or whatever, he probably would have loved it and maybe even beat it. Who knows? But for some reason he latched onto this game and like, it's essentially like, you know, a person finding, you know, like, uh, like a, a code cipher with no, you know, with no index or anything and just being like, well, I can turn the pieces, but I don't know what it does. Like, I mean, that's a hundred percent what it was. So I actually have, it's one of the few games I actually have a physical copy of. It's actually, it's actually right up there. I got my super cool guy, you know, Nintendo cartridge sleeve as one does. Heck yeah. That's awesome. And, and uh, yeah, there she is. Nice. My is that person. your original copy? No, God, no. Oh, no, no, no. man, I wish. Like, sadly, in a very messy divorce that my mom went through, uh, mm. my ex-stepdad decided he was going to be a real douchebag and sell all of my things. Mm. And that included all my video games, my action figures, everything. And oh. unfortunately, my Nintendo and Mylon Sierra Castle went with it. But no, I actually found this. There's a retro game store in Hopkinsville, Kentucky. And... Me and my buddy were in Hawkinsville for something. I can't remember what, but we saw this store and we're like, oh, we'll stop in. Why not? He had a Dreamcast copy of Marvel vs. Capcom 2 that he was trying to sell for like 150 bucks. Nice. And I'm like, all right, pal, yeah, good, yeah. Luck, good luck with that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like all kinds of stuff in there. But then like in this one case off next to the register, I look and I saw, I just saw this pointing out at me. And I'm like, hey, how much for that copy of Mylon? And he was like, 15 bucks. And I was like, I'll take it. And I, so I just bought it and, and my buddy was like, do you even have a Nintendo? I said, no, I don't want to play it. I just want to have it. <laughs> so, nice. <laughs> and so it just, it just goes and it just sits on, it sits on my shelf and I look at it every once in a while and I'm like, man, good stuff. Yeah. But it, I, like I said, like I'm, you know, I'm a sentimental sucker when it really comes down to it. And so what I'm actually planning on doing is like my, admittedly, my grandfather's not in the best of health right now. And um, so what I decided to do is I'm I'm going to get the Hudson B, which is in all the Hudson games, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like it, you know, it show, it shows up in Mylon, it shows up in Adventure Island, it shows up in all their games. But I'm going to get the Hudson B tattooed on me, but like where it has like the little curly bit where the tail is and everything, it's going to say Papa. Nice. And that's just like kind of my, I don't know, like a, it's dumb because I'm marrying two <clears throat> very distinctly me things together as far as like a tattoo is concerned. But I was like, you know what, if I'm going to get a tattoo like for my grandfather, you know, after he passes in memory of him, it's going to be that. And it doesn't have to mean anything to anybody else, but me, but right. Yeah. That's, that's how, like, that's where this game is for me. Like, is it a great game? No, I would give this game probably a solid three out of 10 if I'm being completely (laughs) honest with you, but like it holds a special place in my heart because like, me and my grandpa played this game together. Oh, for sure. No, no, that that's that's awesome, man. That's that's really cool. I'm glad you got to pick up a copy as well. Like I I have things like that too that like aren't even 
it might be something that I'm not ever going to play, but it's like, a, you know, it's a fondness. Like my, for me, it's my original copy of Ocarina of Time because me and my mom played that all the time yeah. uh, growing up. And I hate that game. You know, I, I despise <laughs> that game, but I still have yes, my, you, you know, are on I, record as a, uh, oh, as a I, noted hater of the Legend of Zelda series. I, everyone I've played, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> most famous in uh episode 13 link to the past yes you check oh, the archives i think Still, it's 13 i don't know <laughs> but actually not not to divert too much but yeah. have you I, I know you have a switch but have you even considered playing tears of the kingdom no oh brother it is <laughs> so good no no hear me out i do want to play it um i haven't played breath of the wild that's the problem, and so, I'm yes. I'm inching closer to doing that. I'm I'm gonna have some uh some obligations next week for a full week where I'm not gonna be streaming. I'm not gonna be doing anything. Oh man, um, yeah, doing grown up stuff. No, I'm I'm just going elsewhere. I'm doing some oh, house right sitting. Doing some house sitting. So uh, I'm not bringing anything over except my Switch and maybe my Game Boy. Probably my Game Boy and maybe my Switch. <laughs> more <laughs> more or less that. And I'm just gonna just uh, just get away from tech other than that and there's a chance i might just play breath of the wild there's a chance i might not so we'll see i'm gonna have the switch there with just breath of the wild i'm not bringing any cartridges or anything like that so so listen i'm i'm not in the habit of like you know inserting myself into someone else's show schedule but if you decide to do an episode on breath of the wild you know who to call oh absolutely absolutely because you're first on I, the list i have i have thoughts about that game and i have and again, sentimental sucker over here. It's for, I mean, it is for like actual gameplay and like game related reasons, stuff like that. But that game is, that game is, is incredibly special for the right audience of people. And I just happened to have been the right audience of people at the, at the right time when that game came out. And to piggyback off of that, Tears of the Kingdom is very much a, a well-deserving successor to that feeling so i look forward to you playing breath of the wild and i look forward to your thoughts <laughs> and I, I look forward to being flabbergasted when you inevitably have like i mean there are shortcomings in that game and everybody has their own reason why like the weapon degradation is probably going to drive you bananas you'll get used to it but like that's most people's hang up with that game yeah but like the the things that you the hang-ups that you had with link to the past I thought were so funny and so novel and that, and, and that's what made, that's what made doing that episode so fun because like, I was like, I have never thought about this in all the years and all the times I have played this game. The things that you were talking about had never even crossed my mind. I was just like, no, it's the perfect game. Like, what are you talking about? And you're just like, no man, there's like this. And, and then like, you know, the, this one dungeon doesn't make any sense. And I'm just like, no, no, no! Stop poking holes in my favorite game. Like, what are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a proud Link to the Past hater. No, that's fine. That, that's okay. No, I, I think though, I think though, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to Mylons in a second. Yeah, but sorry, I, I do. No, no, no. We're good. We're good. I do think if any Zelda has a chance for me to like it, it would be Breath of the Wild. So, I mean, it's oh, we'll incredible. Is it is thoroughly divorced from the what is considered like the original zelda formula so exactly like, that's what i hate <laughs> yeah and, I hate and the I, dungeons and shit like the the puzzle solving and stuff like it's it's so funny because it's such a it is such a a breath of fresh air to hear 
someone be like, no, like, I don't, I don't care about the water temple. Like, I don't care how well these are designed. Like this stuff is stupid. Like, cause I mean, in all the Zelda games that I have played, there have been like, there's at least one dungeon in every single one where I'm just like, God, man, why do I have to go through this? Like, I, like I told you in late to the past, it's the ice dungeon. I hate the ice dungeon with a passion and like, you know, the water temple and all that jazz, like I can go on and on. But like when you get to breath of the wild, it's so much of like, hey, all right, here you are. Here's your stuff. Um, your mission is to go and kill Calamity Ganon. We don't care how you do it, just go do it. And it's like, oh, where do I go? And they're like, your mission is to go kill Calamity Ganon. And it says it right here on the paper. I need you to go over to the castle and kill the bad guy. And it's like, bro, I have three hearts and a paraglider. What do you want me to do? It's like, figure it out. Yeah. And then you just, you just go and figure it out. And that's the... That's the thing about that game that is so, I think, like, is very much, uh, like, celebrated about it because it does just give you the tools to, like, go out and just cause shenanigans and and make some of the most hilarious videos I've seen on YouTube, if I'm being honest with you. But, like, it also just kind of gives you the through line of, like, like you know what you got to do. This is The Legend of Zelda. Like, you need to go in and defeat the bad guy. How yeah. are you going to go and do it? It's It's very much, like... It kind of leans on the on like the lessons of previous games where it's like, you know what you got to do. You need tools, you need weapons, you need, you know, you need abilities and stuff like that. Or maybe you don't and you're just that awesome. Either way, you know what the job is. Go out and do it. Right, right. And that's that kind of like freedom is what attracts me to it the weapon degradation and all that stuff doesn't bother me at all uh the the reason i haven't played it is it's just it's massive that's it yes that's the yeah. only reason because that's a game like, you could easily spend 120 hours in and, and i will not even you know <laughs> yeah i will that like I, the way you know the way i play video games especially modern games big open world games is like two 100 you know a lot of times so oh brother i don't i don't think i'm finding all those fucking koroks but i will probably do everything else uh okay if i, now, if I like it enough you know if i like it enough i just 100 at sonic frontiers and that was like not Lord really that mercy. fun it wasn't that fun but no, it was it's not. like i, I I did it like you know i like <laughs> it's a better sonic game it. than i than a lot of people give it credit for for being honest but yeah everything i heard about that game was like there's something here there's something enjoyable about this but i'm not enjoying the process of finding what's enjoyable about it and i'm like oh no, it, it's good it's okay. good give it a give it a shot it's good it's good yeah, i'll give it a look mm-hmm. but anyway yeah. mylon seer castle yeah let's Solid talk about a better game let's talk about <laughs> oh, a better yeah. game than link to the past uh mylon seer oh, oh brother baby oh <laughs> Bring out oh, all the spice. Wow. I, just, I hate that fucking game, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. my gosh. Uh, it's funny. Oh. It's funny. All right. We're, we're going to get all back right. to my line. Right. I have no idea. No idea where we left off. But we were, but I, I was explaining why I'm a sentimental idiot and why. <laughs> okay. Like why it actually has a special place in my heart. But I think, I think if you understand the. If you understand the like the the context, the story of the game a little bit more, some of it makes a little more sense. It's not, man. It's not like it's not super deep or whatever. Like basically, Mylon is a dude that lives in a world where people communicate through music, but Mylon is deaf and he can't talk, he can't sing, and so he's not like ostracized or anything like that. But like people just kind of don't pay any attention to him. So 
he decides that he's going to go on a, uh, he's going to go travel throughout the land because people don't understand him and he's just like I'm going to leave and go find somewhere else. And then on the day that he's supposed to leave, freaking the 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 queen, uh was it Queen uh Eliza gets kidnapped. And for some reason Mylon's the dude that has to go save her. And so he goes into Castle Garland and that's where the whole thing picks up and he's got he has a magic bubble which I think the concept of like, what is your weapon magic bubble is really yeah. dumb. Like it's I'm odd. Not, I'm not saying you got to give the man a, a sword. I'm not saying that he has to like go full Belmont and have a whip, but like a bubble, like just say he's a wizard or something. I don't understand. <laughs> that's that's like, kind of what I look at it as. Yeah. He just yeah. like shoots like, it's like a little magic, you know, a little, little bubble. Yeah. It's weird though. Yeah. And then, so you're going through and you're playing and I guess it's a good thing. Mylon's deaf because he can't hear any of the terrible music that you're experiencing <laughs> throughout the whole game. And so oh, well, we can, <laughs> yes, we can. We, as the player Fucking can, and... <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, and, and that's the whole story. And so like you go through the game and like you eventually save queen Eliza and you reunite the, the castle band with their instruments. And apparently at the end, you can tell me cause you beat it. I've never beaten it. I never got past the second boss as a kid because I, one, I didn't know about the continue code and two, on the days when I was playing really good and I could get to the second boss, if I lost to the second boss, I was just like, nope, done. And I would just, I'd go outside, I'd go do anything else. I was just like, I'm, I'm frustrated because like you spend so much time just like clawing and scratching your way through every encounter and like like you said you don't have any iframes so those stupid springy guys are just juggling you like they're freaking kin in street fighter 4 like it's just they're just the game is just beating the brakes off you the whole time and then you die to the boss and it just takes you back to the beginning and you're like you know you hear the dun 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 and you're like nope done just throw the controller to the side and be like i'm gonna go outside and play oh absolutely absolutely i yeah i did manage to beat it it took me five days i didn't use save states i used the the continue code a lot dude i don't even know how many times probably like upwards of a hundred goodness it was a lot a whole lot but at five days left the emulator on um no uh, safe states the, the yeah. age old adage of like no just leave it on i left it on man i mean i put my computer to sleep but i left the emulator on um because i i just really didn't want to be with safe states i was like this is the same thing as like leaving your nes on yeah and uh so i did it that way and i tried multiple times i think i've tried three or four times since beating it to like one sitting beat it because i i can i know i can do it now i kind of know like what to do and although it will be difficult i could definitely sit down and beat this in one sitting but i would get like you know i would i would get uh a little bit in and then just just die and die and die and the frustrating thing is like even using the continue code well the first thing i gotta mention you cannot use that continue code until you beat the first boss so you have to beat that first boss legit, like no continuing. And that part's tough because you're still like, you don't have much health. You, you don't have any upgrades really. Um, and the boss is just like this dragon. Basically all the bosses are the same sprite. It's just like a different colored dragon. Yeah. And uh, really dumb. But they just bounce up and down and just RNG the shit out of you with fireballs. Basically that's, that's the gist of it. But yeah. Nonetheless, you can't continue until you beat that first one. And that's where I got pissed because I was like, 
dude, I swear to God, every time I would do it like three or four times in a row, have to restart, run through the first couple levels, like, you know, get the spring boots, get the medicine, you know, go grind for health before I go to the boss, die. And uh, I, I have yet to be able to replicate it. I got to the third floor the last time I played, and I, I was pretty upset when I died, even though I could just continue. I was pretty upset, and all I did was hit start. I just instinctively mm. hit start, gone. Because you have to hold, you have to hold left and hold start for it to continue. And I just like put my hands on my head, and I was like, "I'm gonna have an aneurysm, dude. This is crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is it. This is what puts me down." <laughs> That's like three hours into listening to this music, too. Oh. So. <laughs> I think that's the real endurance test of this game is like, can you actually finish it without losing your mind to the music? And I, and I know it's hypnotizing for real. Like it's like, no, yeah. It like, it's weird. It puts you into like a negative flow state Mm -hmm. where like you're not, you know, like, like typically, you know, as the name implies, like you hit a flow state with a game and like you're in this like really cool mental calm where it's like, okay, I know I need to do. And this stuff's all just kind of coming naturally to me. And like, I'm sort of like, you know, empty brain return to monkey for a few minutes and I can just, you know, I can just let the game play. Like I do that a lot with uh, Dead Cells, like Dead Cells after I do a couple runs and then like I finally hit that state where it's like, okay, cool. I have a decent loadout. I'm going to, I'm going to win this run. Like I will get to a point to where I'm just, I'm dodging stuff. I'm, you know, backstabbing dudes. I'm you know, I'm doing like what looks like high level play, but like my brain is literally just like click, click, click. And it's like, yeah. this, it's, it's this like perfect, like flow state. But this, this game puts you into like a negative flow state where like you get so like focused on it. And so like just dead, dead beat eyed on the, on like what you're doing in order to survive that like the music kind of like gets into you, into the back of your brain and it's sort of just like sitting there pushing you along like, no, man, keep it going. No, it's okay. You, you can do it. You've got one heart left. You're fine. Keep going. And you're just like, oh, my God, if I mess up one thing, I'm going to die. And I only have two buttons. What am I doing? Like, you're just like I said, it's a it's a it's not a good place to be. No, but, but for some reason all. it gets you there fast. Yeah, because you're trying to survive and you're trying to figure it out at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's. That's tough, especially like, when there's like enemies everywhere and they're infinitely responding. So it's yeah. not like you can just defeat them and you're like, all right, I'm good. Like I can just chill for a second. You can never just chill for a second. No. Like, <laughs> and I, I think the perfect encapsulation of like what I'm talking about is when I, I was watching you stream it and you were in the room with the false floors mm-hmm. and you have to like go down the trap doors and like you have to go down a certain like path of trap doors to get to one spot, go back up, go back around different path of trap doors, get to another spot, go back down, go up. And like, you have to hit that just right, but the enemies are still coming. And so like, you can't even take the time to appreciate the puzzle. You're just like, Oh no, I have to, I have to keep moving and ducking and dodging. And still the music's just playing in the background. And you're like, Oh my God, get me out of this carnival from hell. What is happening? (laughs) Yeah. That is a good way to put it. And I didn't even think about that until just a second ago. Uh, The music just loops, right? So there aren't, there aren't any audio cues in this game. Whereas in like, you know, I've been playing a lot of Mega Man for the past few months. And, uh, you know, Mega Man works a lot off of uh, audio cues. 
Yeah. Like I know if I'm if I'm playing at the pace in Mega Man that I should be playing, I know like like when to jump at a certain amount or at a certain time because of the music. And this game, it's just the same. It's like mm-hmm. a, you know, it's like a, a carousel or something. It just yeah. keeps going around and around. It's, it's like there's some guy with a demented, like a, like a demonic organ grinder just sitting in the back being like, yes, monkey, keep dancing. And you're like, oh my God, what is happening? But no, yeah. you're very much right. We're like, and I hate to, I hate to do the comparison because it really much, it, really is apples to oranges but like you look at capcom games right especially mega man right the the track to a level is a part of the set piece and when you're going through the level like you said when you're getting to certain spots the music is going to pick up and be at and you know and be at a certain tempo just based on your progress like yeah you could dick around in a spot and stay there while the music loops and stuff like that but for the most part if you're on pace through the level you're hitting you're doing certain actions at certain like you said certain audio cues certain like points in the music and capcom has been doing that for years like they did it with you know with the the nes Mega Man games they did it with the Mega Man x games like if you set me down right now in front of a super nintendo and put in Mega Man x and put me on freaking on storm eagles level I could hit pace on that perfectly because that song is going to drive me forward. Like it, it a hundred percent is a, like a driving force in you taking part in the action instead of just like sitting around in the level. My line of castle doesn't do that. My line of castle is literally just like grinding you against noise to maybe, I, I guess to like push you along. I don't know. Cause like, like you said, the music doesn't change and there's only three tracks not including the bonus level, like the band building up and stuff like that. And it doesn't, it doesn't lend itself to it. If anything, it, it hurts it. Like it's novel for the first, like five minutes that you're hearing it. Cause every time I, I boot that game up and I get into that first door and I hear the music, I'm like, huh? Okay. And then after a while you're going through and you're playing and you're, you know, collecting up the money and you're getting hearts and you're going through the shop to get the boots and stuff like that. And then you come back in, the music starts playing again, and you're like, yep, still the same track. Been playing, <laughs> been playing for about 25 minutes now, still the same track. And you're just like, it's, it gives you nothing to look forward to. You know what I mean? Like, Mega Man is good in that, like, people want to get to, people want to get to certain stages because they like certain music. Oh, yeah, 100%. And this game doesn't, doesn't allow for that. But then again, it also only has really one setting. It's just different rooms in a castle. Mm-hmm. And so, like, even by that, by that notion, right? You should have like at least a different, like different music for different parts of the castle, the way like Castlevania does, right? Like Symphony of the Night, different sections of the castle have different tracks to them. So like right. you go in, you go into like into the uh, you know like the, the main foyer, and you're hit with the you know with the main with the main stinger track of the game and then you go into the marble palisade and it's a completely different track. It's like, it's, it's like haunting and foreboding now. And it like, it sets the mood for that particular part of the stage. Still the same castle, just different sections of the castle. And granted those games are very far removed from each other as far as time and technology and stuff. But like, I mean, like there was no consideration for that. There was no consideration of like, well, you know, they're going to go down into this really dark. Well, 
What should we do for sound? Oh, I know. Take the track we were using, but put it at like 1.5. Yeah. <laughs> that'll, that'll get them tense. Yeah, that'll do it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it seems like such lazy sound design. I mean, yeah. it doesn't, doesn't seem like it is lazy sound design. And it's just, and I don't know. And the thing is, is like, with the NES game, they're only going to be able to wow you so much with the visuals. And the mechanics, you're going to break your head against one way or the other. So the music is important because the music is going to set the tone and is going to, you know, like we said with Mega Man, like drive the player forward. But if it's just the same, you know, seven to eight second loop, it's not really eight seconds. It's like, I don't know. It's like what? Maybe, maybe 15 seconds, 20 seconds. And then then the track loops. Yeah, it's very short. Yeah, I mean, regardless, it is short, but, like, that same, like, 20-second loop over and over and over again, at some point, whether I'm playing good or not, I don't want to listen to it anymore. Right. And that's, that's definitely one of the things that, you know, is, is to its detriment. There were definitely some times where I just turned the audio off for a little bit, like, because mm-hmm. it, yeah, it puts you into a, into a trance and in a bad way, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> There is a section on this Wikipedia article, which I think is funny, the maze song. A cumulative side quest involves finding music boxes. By touching a music box, Mylon is transported to a minigame where he attempts to pick up as many musical notes as possible, with extra points given for sharps, and negative points given for accidentally picking up flats. The first time the player reaches the minigame, only one elf with a drum appears to play the music. Each time the player collects a music box and is transported to the minigame, a new elf with a new instrument appears, and the song gets more elaborate. So like what you were talking about, right? Why couldn't the actual stage music do that? Yeah, like, and it like, would have been so good. Yeah, and it would have drove you on because, like, if you, you know, you get that first, you know, the dun, 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 like that bit, right? You get that. That's literally the, sa- the song of my nightmares, I swear to God. But, like, <laughs> you get that going on, and then, like, after you beat the first one, now you get, like, you, you have a, a, drum, a snare drum in the back, right? A L- little bit of percussion, whatever. And then, like, as it goes on, it adds to the song to where, like, there's actually a driving force of, like, oh, man, I want to complete this, like, side quest thing so I can actually hear the full track. Like, I want to hear what the actual music sounds like. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's just the same, you know, seven notes over and over again. And you're just like, oh, my God, why? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They just shot high and missed. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's other things, too, like, you know, aside from the music, which I could bag on the music in this game all day long, but like, you know, there's also things like the fire area, right? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. like the fire <laughs> area is is terrible because like you can't tell when the fire is hurting you, mm-hmm. and like because there's no iframes, there's no reaction. Like again, in Mega Man, Mega Man takes a hit, he has iframes for a second, but he also does his damage animation. He's like, oh snap, and then you know, oh crap, I took a hit. In this, though, you just, like, get hit, and Mylon is still smiling like a doofus, just carrying <laughs> on, apparently on fire. And it, it sucks because you definitely have a bit of a, of a disconnect between, like, your character and what is happening to them on, on the screen. And so the fire level ends up just being this just absolutely horrendous gauntlet to go through because you're like is the fire damaging me i can't tell oh snap i lost a heart maybe it is and then you know you you back up and and try a different path but there's fire over there as well like that that whole level 
Ugh. Man, yeah, no, no, no. That, that level, that level. I I know exactly what you're talking about. That is a perfect example of trying to survive while figuring it out, because you cannot tell when you're getting hit. I mean, you have your little health bar, right? But the health bar just drops down, drops down, drops down. And I still don't know like the proper way to go through that fire. I I do know there's an item you get that is a fireproof vest, but it doesn't make you invincible. It just makes, it makes you be able to be in the fire a little bit longer. <laughs> and so like you take less hits, but it's still the, like the fire retarded. Vest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so just, yeah, Oh my God. Yeah. That section's hellacious, dude. There's springs everywhere. And like, you're trying to figure out the path, you know, you spring up real high to get out of the fire, but that's not the right way. And then there's things floating down, shooting at you. And you're just like, Shooting bubbles everywhere, like anywhere you can to figure out, like bubble, open, bubble, up a, bubble, open up a path. And you got to do all that and then go to a boss. Yeah. So like, oh my God. Oh, and then don't forget that there are uh, invincible enemies that mm-hmm. will come after you. And you so, can't. So do you, know, do you know the secret with those things? I do not. Okay. I don't know if it only works after you beat that boss or before. I figured this out um, later by watching a let's play there's a really good let's play uh of this game i watched it the other day before we were supposed to record this and now we're recording it now Mm -hmm. all good (laughs) anyways there's a let's play where this guy broke this down and uh there's a hint before that fire uh before that fire level you know when you go to the shops you can buy you can buy an item and then usually there's two hints and there it's usually something really dumb like find a saw or (laughs) you know whatever but this one says uh it says the bubble will take you to the top. That's what it says. It says the bubble will take you to the top. And I was like, I have no idea what that means. But it happens in the fire level. After you beat that boss uh, in the fire level, you have to then traverse the well to get back to the top. It's impossible. It took me so long to do it, just using continues. Because, you know, you go, you drop down this dark well, and then you climb up, and then you go back down, and then you go through all that fire and everything, and then you fight a boss, and then they're expecting you to backtrack your way back up to the top of the well. And I did it a few times, it just took forever. Anyways, I saw this guy do it. After he kills the boss, he kills one of those, uh, one of those invincible enemies. They, he just spams, spams them with the bubbles or whatever. And when, those, when one of those dies, it drops a balloon. And the balloon starts floating up, and you got to go catch it, kind of like the Hudson Beam. And uh, you catch the balloon, and it just does this weird cutscene, and you hop in a bubble, and it just shoots you out of the level, and you go back up to the castle. And I was what? like, "Holy hell! <laughs> like, do you have any idea how many, how long that took me to to figure out how to get out of the well? Like, it's it was awful, dude. <laughs> oh my god! Like that, I I, I would have never figured that out. I would have no. never figured that out. Death so okay, here's death. here's a here's a question for you. What is the umbrella for? Like, okay, does it, do, does it do anything? So there's a few things in the game that that uh, again the game doesn't tell you anything about. You just either have to it tells you in the manual or you figure them out for yourself, which is kind of what I did. So there's an umbrella. We'll we'll start with that one. There's there's a few things, but the umbrella spawns I think at random, and so what it does is it gives you one health, and you shoot your bubbles faster. Okay. Um, it's does a power. Seem like what a, does that seem like what an umbrella would do? But okay. No, no. 
You shoot your bubbles faster. So the umbrella is super important for beating bosses. Like that's the only way to do it because you can shoot your bubbles twice as fast. I mean, that, that does sound like a pretty good power up though. Yeah, but you can lose it too. It, I, I don't really know how many hits it takes to lose it, but you can lose it. Hmm, um, so that's what the umbrella does. And then as you were saying earlier, the Hudson Bee makes an appearance in this game who also makes an appearance in Adventure Island. And yeah. I think I've played Bonk, by the way. Bonk was, we've, we've done that. We did that for an episode. That's right, um, you did. Yeah, I, I really like that game for one. But, uh, but uh, I'm pretty sure the bee makes an appearance in Bonk too. I can't remember for sure. Um, but the bee is uh, invincibility, sort of. It's mm-hmm. kind of like extra hits. Like you can take, I don't know how many it is. It's a couple, it's a couple hits that you can take while you have the bee uh, power up. And you're not going to take real damage. The interesting thing is, I didn't know this until I watched the speedrun uh, way after beating this, is that the, I don't know if the Umbrella stacks, but the Hudson Bee stacks. So, hmm. like, if you, you know, it puts that little shield around you, like those little lines. Yeah. And that, those lines will get, like, bigger. Like, if you, if you, oh. get, if you get multiple bees. And there's a bee in every level. It's in the same spot every time. Um... But if you don't know it's there, like like we said, you're shooting bubbles every which way. Like that bee is going to come out, and you're not going to expect it, and then you're going to lose it, and then you don't have a chance to to get it, and it doesn't come back. Um, but yeah, that's what that does. And then the honeycomb, the honeycomb, can't forget that. Uh, did yeah. you ever find those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the honeycomb gives you uh, more more hearts, gives you like a bigger life bar. Yeah. Yes, and that took me a while to figure out too, because I kept finding these honeycomb, and uh, it would it would refill all my health too. I thought that's what it was. I thought it was a full health refill, and it does do that. But it also adds one heart, and in every level there's a honeycomb. So you pretty much have to get them all, like <laughs> to mm-hmm. to deal with some of the bosses. Um, and you end up with sixteen hearts. So like that's oh, quite wow. a bit. Yeah, that's quite a bit more. But it's funny because the game's the way the game scales, like. You know, in the first in the first level, the first boss you fight, you have five health, maybe six health. Yeah. And but the boss hits for one, right? Um, you might get hit multiple times, but each projectile that he shoots at you, it hits for one. And then by the time you get to the next boss, like maybe they hit for two. Mm-hmm. By the time you get to the end of the game, they're hitting for half. Like Jesus. So, so the game this the game scales like really well. It never really gets any easier. Like no. In terms of boss fights, at least, like the enemies get easier as you get health and stuff, but the bosses really don't. They they huh. scale really well because even though you have more health, they they do more damage. There's no way around that. But, but so yeah. <laughs> I just I just learned something reading this. I have a uh, I have a assignment for you. Okay. There is apparently a Game Boy version of Mylon Seer Castle. I heard, yeah. I am curious as to how different it is from the NES version. I've never played the Game Boy version of it. So I would be interested to see. I bet on that screen, it just it is absolutely terrible. Like, mm-hmm. on the actual, like, GBA, the actual Game Boy screen, it must be absolutely terrible. But it's actual Game Boy, not GBA? I want to say... I would assume it's GBA, yeah, it's, or is it Game Boy Color? Nope, it is... It is normal as oh Game Boy. Oh my god! Oh man! Actually, you know what's funny? The artwork on the Game Boy cart is way better 
than the artwork yeah. on the NES cart. Like you got Mylon here with a bubble getting ready to throw it at one of the dragons. Nice. <laughs> no, that's cool. I, I haven't played it. I've seen a little bit of it. Um, I would assume it's not as difficult. Um, Maybe. I would assume so, but I, I don't know. Because they had to like to put, you know, I think this game came out in like 84 or something along those lines. 84, 85. Uh, no, I it looked was, it up at it, some point. It was released in North America in 88. In 88. Okay. Yeah. Okay, in 88. Came out in Japan in 86. And okay, the game, 86. The Game yeah. Boy game, though, was March of 93. Oh, wow. That's quite a bit, quite a bit yeah. after. Yeah, so, yeah, anytime, or most of the time, talking about release dates, I always think about them as Japan releases. Like, yeah. you know, Mega Man came out in 84, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but yeah, yeah, for them to squeeze down like NES games to especially original Game Boy, they had to squeeze a lot out of them. Oh, yeah. So I would assume that it's a little more feel like not as enemy, not as many enemies mm. uh, respawning faster and stuff like that. But I don't know. I haven't played it, but I'm interested. Maybe you, maybe you actually have iframes. Who knows? Oh, God, no, <laughs> that that. They couldn't so, do that, that kind. <laughs> so the one the thing I will leave you with is this. And this is what I, I feel validated in my, in my uh, grading, by the way. So on reception, review scores for Mylon Seer Castle. GameSpot gave it a 2 out of 10. <laughs> IGN gave it a 4 out of 10, which I feel like is being very generous. And Nintendo Life gave it a 3 out of 10. <laughs> so that averages out to that averages out to about a three out of ten. So I feel like I'm I feel like I'm justified in my scoring, and I feel like I'm justified in my feelings, both uh, both sentimental and not, about its place in uh, in the video game pantheon. Where I will say that while My Long Your Castle is not the worst game I've ever played, not even by a long shot, it is probably. It's like top five most in, like most infuriating game I've ever played. Like the game where I'm like, this is a Nintendo game. I can like every time I boot this game up, it never fails. I boot it up and I'm like, all right, let's play this game. And I start playing. And about 10 minutes in, I will start getting completely wrecked. And I'm just like, why is this game so hard? Like <laughs> it is hard. It is hard for no reason. And then I'll yeah. die and I'll start again. I'm like, all right, I'm going to try it again. I've learned from my mistakes. And then the same thing will kill you. And you're like, you know what? Maybe I just won't put it. Maybe, yeah, I, maybe I won't play it. I'm good. You know what? Maybe <laughs> I'll just go back and, and play uh, TMNT. I'll go play Ninja Turtles. That's a, that's a, fair, that's a fair game. It doesn't have any irritating levels. But it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely, it, it's definitely an oddity when it comes to games because it's one of those ones where when you talk to the right people about it, they're like, oh, yeah, I know my line of your castle. And then you be like, oh, yeah, you know, da-da-da. And you're like, oh, no, the game's terrible, but I still play it. And it's like, yeah. Like, yeah, man, I don't know. It, it's funny. I just I just looked up. Uh, I'd, I'd read this at some point um, before before we recorded this, like a few a, a few weeks ago or something. But GameSpot's Frank Provo. I have no idea who that is. You might. He <laughs> reviewed this game and he said, easily one of the worst games ever made. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's saying said, something because Frank <laughs> Provo has uh, has done a lot of has done a lot of reviews. He said and, right yeah. underneath that, he says runs like his feet are greased and his jumps are easily interrupted by nearby blocks that are adjacent or directly above him. <laughs> yeah. It's facts. It's, 
yeah. He's not wrong. He is uh, not wrong. It's definitely one of those ones where you're like, man, why? Why did y'all do this to us? Why? But we played it anyway. We tried. Mm-hmm. We yeah, tried. I mean, I. it sounds like kind of your, um, your uh, experience with this growing up was a lot like mine with something like Nemo. Whereas, yeah. like, I didn't really know what was going on. I didn't know what to do. I died all the time. I never made it past second level. Um, but, but you know, we still, I, we still like these games. And, you know, Little Nemo is like, man, nowadays I love that game. Like, that's, yeah, I, I'm, that's oh, one and of that's, my favorite that's games. That's the funny thing about it, too, is, like, you go back. I, I think when you look at this game compared to, like, even Little Nemo, right? Little Nemo is a pretty hard game, but you can figure it out. And it wants you to figure it out. And by the time you get, you know, air quote, air quotes, get good at the game, you're having a lot of fun with it. And you're figuring out the puzzles and you're figuring out the levels because the levels really are, at the end of the day, just big puzzles. It's your Nemo. You have a bunch of animals you, you can interact with. You got to get these keys to get through the door. Solve the puzzle. And I think it really is a testament to just great game design by a company that is famous for game design, right? Like you got Capcom over here. Like they don't, they don't mess around when it comes to making a good game. Like Capcom's had some sneakers in the past. Yeah, for sure. Like they haven't all been bangers, but when you look at the overall list of games that they have made over the years, like nine out of every 10 slap. For so sure. it's, like, it's like, okay, cool. And then Hudson has had really good games. Adventure Island is a fun game. I don't care what anybody says. It's, it's, dumb. it's dumb and it's fun, but it's fun. Bonk has a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of people out there that love that game. And, and that's great. I, I've never played it myself, but like, I know a lot of people that, that like it. Hudson has like games that people either love or they have the Mylon Seer Castle where it's like, <laughs> what is this garbage? Like there's no in between. And I don't know if that is a, like, if that is a, like, company design philosophy like issue or if it's just like yeah the guy that made my line Seer castle wasn't really around long enough to really get it you know to really you know yeah, get his like chops polish and, it to, up and everything yeah, yeah you know to, to figure out his design where like you got the guy that made like bomber man right mm-hmm. like like he's figured out the formula. Okay, cool. People like Bomberman because it's a puzzle game and you have these elements in it. Cool. Let's continue making Bomberman. But it feels like Mylon Seer Castle was just like, like they went into a cabinet that had a bunch of different like, like design philosophies and like mechanics and stuff like that and just started taking stuff off of shelves and just like filling a cart and being like, we're going to make a game with this. And the, and the other people on the team were like, oh, wait, what? Okay. <laughs> I guess that's what we're doing. And then, yeah, and then you get what you get. It's just, it's so funny, though, now looking at it. Because Hudson also made the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, like I, I mentioned before. And that game is infuriating in its own way. Mm, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I've never played it, but yeah, it's, I know I mean, about it. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's infamous. It has, like, one of the worst levels ever. Yeah, it's, it's weird because, like, Hudson did make good games, but they've also always made weird games, especially yes. in this era. And this plays like one of those games. I think this is very similar to Adventure Island, except it controls like shit. Like, yeah. Adventure Island is very Mario. Bonk's Adventure is very Mario. 
Um, and this is, I don't really know what it is. Uh, you know, like I said in the beginning, it's Super, Super Mario Bros. 2 mixed with Zelda, Metroid, and sort of kind of Castlevania. It's odd. Um, but yeah, you never know. It, could, it definitely could be one of those things where like this was just started uh, by, by somebody on that team and maybe they didn't finish it. You know, maybe they didn't see it through and they just had this and put it out. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I mean, yeah. And there's a, there's a million and one reasons why this game turned out the way it did and you know i still i still subscribe to the to the notion that like like the fact that a game gets made at all is amazing mm -hmm. and it's not you know it's not on me to be like why did you make this game it's terrible like someone mm -hmm. had an idea someone had a vision and they executed on it and whether it was received well or not that that comes out in the wash you know what i mean like you're not going to know until the thing is made and it's in the hands of other people whether or not you did good they tried to make the best of game they could and it just didn't pan out, but there's still, there's still parts about the game that are at least interesting. If nothing else, the game is interesting from a like stand back and look at it, you know, like kind of point of view as far as like trying to understand the core parts of it and like what they were trying to pull off. But I think the important thing is to sit there and not make excuses for it and just to be yeah. like, yeah, they they tried to do a thing and it just didn't pan out. Right. Like if they'd had more time, if they'd had some different people, could it have been different? Could it have been better? Yeah, 100 percent. It, it, you know, there's a million and one different universes where Milan Seager Castle was like the greatest game of all time. We don't live in that one. We live in the one where there's a 20 second loop of the most <laughs> grating carnival music you ever heard in your entire life over and over and over again and you have a magic bubble so <laughs> yeah like, it, like I said, yeah I, it's I, it's not the great it's definitely not the greatest game of all time but the thing that yeah. drives me nuts is i really think it could have been i think this yeah, has I mean, like I said, the foundationally parts this could do this could have done it this could have been zelda like it really could have been a zelda like yeah. franchise yeah and i'm pretty sure this only no i'm sorry it does have a sequel i've read that it, this has a sequel um, um brother i don't know if i i don't know but, if i need to live in that universe either uh no they totally changed directions it's oh, a side it's a side scroller uh level to level type thing um with a lot of the same concepts but nothing like what we get in mylons um it's more like a mario just left to right is it, is level. it the, was it do re mi fantasy mylons doki doki adventure, adventure? yes see i've it. heard amazing things about that game yeah. i have actually heard amazing things about that game and that it was really good i've never played it myself but like i like whenever i have brought up mylon seer castle in like the you know in the circle of weirdos that i typically talk about games with present company uh excluded the um people were like oh did you ever play you know doki doki uh doki doki adventure and i'm like no and they're like oh you should try that one if you like mylon i'm like i don't like mylon <laughs> i'm just I, just fond of it <laughs> yeah i just i it's it's a core memory it's more yeah. it's more the way i put it to people it's a it's a core memory i don't know if i'm gonna go out of my way to uh to really play it but like you know and i don't even see what it came oh it came out on on super nintendo huh that's right yeah i couldn't remember if it was like a turbo graphics or not but now i'm interested to see if i you know what? I might just I might just mess around and give us a look and and report back. Yeah, hey, so you should, fun. you should. Um, one thing I will say, man, is if you're interested in playing through this game, <laughs> okay, there. Uh, hear me out. Hear me out. This isn't <laughs> the way I played it, but there's a ROM hack 
I have a couple more things to bitch about, and then we'll get out of here. But there, no, you're good, man. You're good. <laughs> there's a ROM hack. It's the exact same game. Nothing is being taken out. Exact same thing is there. Probably the most frustrating thing with this game and trying to beat it, even with unlimited continues, is when you continue, you boot in. Doesn't matter how many hearts you've collected. You boot in with the same amount of health every time, and it's five hearts. Oh. And so. If you're on a boss, you know, say the say like you're on a boss in like the third level of the castle or whatever. The boss is super hard. You got to go through a level to get to the boss, which is a whole other thing. Kind of like what you're talking about in the fire uh, in the fire level, where you have to do all that and then fight a boss. It gets worse than that mm -hmm. from there. Um, you spawn in after continuing with five hearts, and then you have to go grind uh, health. You have to go grind health, and the easiest way to do that is to go to the first level of, of the game and just shoot enemies until you get health, and they drop at a 30% rate. So, so, I mean, you're in there for like five minutes every time, and I eventually figured it out where, like I said earlier, money in this game is super important. It's how you buy all your upgrades. It doesn't respawn. So all the way through the game, you have the option to buy um, either three hearts or $15 gets you full health. And Ooh. the three hearts is five, and the $15 is, is full health. But the money doesn't respond. So you can indefinitely lock, uh, soft lock yourself in the game by not, have, not being able to have enough money to buy upgrades. whatever item. Yeah, because the bosses will not unlock in those rooms. Like, if you go into that room and you don't have what you need yet in the game, the boss just won't be there. So you can soft lock yourself with that money. So um, I realized pretty early on that the money didn't respond. Like if you go into the first world, you shoot all the bricks where the money was, you get the money, you go back to the first world, you can't grind it. But there's one level in the third floor where the money does respond. And I don't know if that's a design choice or if it's an accident, but you can get like 11 bucks or something. Like every time you do the full route of that level, and shoot all the bricks where the money is. That's an oddly specific number too. Yeah, so... Not 10, not 12. So so the way I had to do this was I sat there one night for like an hour, and I just, I figured that out. I did that loop again and again and again and again, and I saved up like 150 bucks or something. And <laughs> then um, there's one room, like I said, this is a long story, but... No, you're good, man. There's one room that sells full health for $15. So I knew that, and I was like, if I just get 150... You know, I was at the last stretch of the game, the last like three bosses, and I got so mad just like try having to grind for health again and again. So I saved up 150 bucks and I was like, okay, hopefully this is enough to beat the game. And it was. Um, but there was a lot of grinding. There's a ROM hack that gets rid of all that grinding. Every time you continue, you spawn back with full health. There you go. That's the fucking way to do it. Like, <laughs> 100%. I don't think I'll ever play the game without that, like, unless I was trying to speedrun it or something, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, it took, I think I put 15 hours into this game. Good lord. Yeah, it's a lot of hours. I bet five of those hours were grinding. Like, it was a lot just to be able to get health, to try again, to die again. Over and over and over again. Like this, this was a this game you have was the a patience of a saint, dude. It like, was a test, dude. Like for real. <laughs> like there were times I was like, I'm gonna give up. I if if my computer would have died or something in the middle of the night, like a power outage or something, I probably wouldn't have finished it. 
I like, wouldn't blame you. Yeah, because I was running off of, uh, you know, no save state, nothing like that. And uh, luckily it didn't. And I did. I like it how was... you, you find a way to find all these cool ROM hacks. Like you found that little Nemo ROM hack. Mm-hmm. There's a great site for it. <laughs> I need to, I need to run in the circles you run in. I'm pretty sure it's uh, romhacking.net. There's nothing illegal about it. Um, nothing like that. It's just uh, it's just a patch, and you patch a ROM. You can soft patch a ROM or hard patch a ROM, just how you would normally. And then you basically attach this file to this file, and you know you own the game, of course, because you dumped the game onto your computer. Yep, <laughs> and, as one uh, does. Yes, yeah, so you, you attach them, and then when you boot that game, it boots that file into the rom and it just it's a different game um yeah so it's it's nice that's the way i was able to play like mother three in english and and stuff like that on real hardware too nice um so yeah rom rom hacking is a good thing especially in this case because you it doesn't change anything like a lot of rom hacks are super wacky like Mm. it just it changes everything it doesn't change anything it just makes you not have to grind every time over and over and over again yeah exactly so that that would be you know i would almost say that to just about anybody if you're actually trying to trying to give a give a stab at mylons i mean because it's a lot of grinding for sure unless you're just like ungodly good at it or something um you're gonna die a lot yeah a whole lot but who whomst amongst us is that good that's the real question like I don't have I don't have the time in my life to sit there and like grind the skills to be a Mylon Seer Castle speedrunner. That's just not no, no. that's just not gonna happen. And the and but the people that do, like don't get it twisted. The people that do, more power to them, because that is a skill that I don't have. So it's nice yeah. that these ROM hacks do exist because then you actually have a chance of like, oh, I can play the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. You know, with that ROM hack and just being able to spawn in with full health when you do need to use a continue and continuing, like, this is manageable. You you can do it, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. But one life, no way. <laughs> Going on one life, no way. Yeah. Too hard. Well, that's a, that's all I've got. Yeah, no, that, that's, all, that's all I got, too. I have one last small thing to bitch about. We've already talked about everything else. Um, I'll leave it here. You know, you get 16 hearts, you fight seven dragons, you go fight the wizard warlock, whatever, and you run into the most bullshit in the game. I don't know if you even know about this part, but... Nope. All right, you go to the final level where you fight the the wizard, and there's four of them, and there's one in each room, and they're random, and you have to find the right one and kill it. (laughs) And... What? Yeah. What happens, like... Wait, what happens if you find the wrong, if it's the wrong one? You just they turn, like into, fight it. They, they turn into a crow. <laughs> you fight it until it dies and they turn into a crow. Brother. Uh, now, now, with that being said, luckily, uh, I got lucky and I, I just went to the first one and I, I killed it. Well, that was it. And it, it was the right one. Just roll the dice, baby. It was the, it was the right one. But yeah, they oh, just they turn into a crow. There's a manip that like speedrunners use where you hold start when you first boot up the game and it guarantees it's in a certain room. Um, oh, okay. Nobody knows why that works, but it does. Um, so yeah, I got lucky and I guessed right. It was in the first room and I killed him, and then it was a terrible fight. But you know, <laughs> much of the same. But oh man, so yeah. just just disappointing from front to back, huh? Just like the... well, well, well. We're we're at the end now. So okay. we're at the, we're at the end of the episode, and I said in the beginning that I was going to wait and kind of decide as we chatted about okay. said game if this is a good game or not. What did you give it? What was your rating? 
what was your rating? Uh, three out of ten. Three out of ten. Okay. Yeah. I get it. I understand. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with. I think underneath everything, there's a good game here. I think this game could be a lot better. Um, six point five, man. This is you, this is you a pretty are good a, game. You are a mystery to me. This is you a pretty are, good game. You like, are a mystery wrapped in a puzzle, like thrown in a box with an uh, enigma. I, we spent an hour and change bitching uh, about it. And I'm like, yeah, it's a pretty good game. It is. <laughs> it is a good game. If you if you watch somebody play this who's actually like really good at it, it's a joy to watch. Like I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I, I completely agree that there is there are the bones of a good game in Mylon Seer Castle. I just feel like those bones are buried under 50 pounds of bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like, and the, and the thing is, is like now as an adult, can I, can I appreciate that? Can I appreciate the fact that like, yeah, man, like they were really trying to do something and it just didn't, you know, they did not let stick the landing. Like, yes, I can. As a kid growing up playing this game, did I give a crap about that? No. Like mm -hmm. all I, all I cared about was why is this game so hard? And like, why why does it feel like this game is actively trying to make me not want to play it so I, I i can see i can see what you're talking about where like yes like if you take out all the bs is there a good game there yeah but i i still can't get i personally cannot get around the fact that like to this day if i fire up mylon seer castle i will still get just as frustrated as i did when i was a kid like at some point I'll get to that first boss. I'll die. I'll end up back at the beginning, and I'm like, "Nope, I'm gonna go play something else." Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna go play Tears of the Kingdom. That's the, I, I'm gonna go play a good Zelda game. That's what that's what I would end up saying to myself. But no, it's a I, I don't know. It's and it's 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 like you said. Like you got to give the game the benefit of the doubt, the time when it came out, the hardware and stuff like that. Like yeah, you got to give it a little bit of a of the benefit of the doubt but at the same time like nah i'm okay yeah I'm, yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm gonna stick with my score i understand i understand now i will be interested whenever you beat this you need to let me know if it changes you need to let me know because i think you can beat it so i think i think you should too i think you should even if you have to use save states i think uh i think it'd well, be i'm gonna it. use every scummy tactic there like save states <laughs> I might just even turn on cheat engine. I don't know. I might there just be like, go. I want infinite lives. Like, yep. I, or at least be fireproof. Just make me fireproof in the freaking in the burning forest or where the hell it is. And I you maybe I'll. The, you got to get the fire vest thing the, that helps. No, yeah, it just helps you die slower. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a, what a weird game. And again, it's like, you know, I'm sitting here. It's like, oh, three out of ten. But I literally have a cart. Like I. I bought. I paid money for this. Yeah, <laughs> I paid money. I paid money for this, knowing that I'll never play the actual physical card again. But I'm just like, no, nah, man. Like, there's a little spot right in there, right in mm -hmm. the, right in that hole where my heart used to be, where I still have. I don't know. Still have something for this game. And yeah, and I'm gonna be putting this stupid bee on my body at some point. <laughs> so like, it can't all be bad, right? But at the same time, like, man. Rose-colored glasses, brother. <laughs> Rose-colored glasses. But I mean, I mean, listen, Cole. I will, I will sit there and play through any random obscure game 
that comes to your head. You you have this way of just like I mean, there are other games that like you said, like like with Diddy Kong Racing, like is it a game that I loved when I was a kid? I played it and it was fun, but I didn't have like like mega fondness like for it the way a lot of other people do. And then there are other games where you're like, yo, man, this little Nemo game is tight. And I'm like, <laughs> you're absolutely right, brother. Let's talk about it. And so anytime you bring up these games and I get a chance to come on here and talk to you about them, regardless of whether it is an absolute stinker like Milan Seer Castle or just an absolute banger like freaking uh, Little Nemo, like I'm, I am always down and always grateful to come to come on here and talk with you, man. Like this is, I always look forward to doing this show with you just because of the random ass games that you, <laughs> that you come up with to talk about. Oh, it's always a pleasure, man. I always, I always love having you on. Um, always a good time. And I always like coming on your show, which is a good segue. Hey. Uh, if, uh, if you'd like to plug, um, I'm going to turn it over to you. And uh, you, you've been working on some things that I've... He- I've hopped in on a few times, so I will yeah. open up the floor to you and let you do that, and then we will get on out of here. So my show, Spears on Point, we kind of talk a little bit of everything. I'm also trying to like kind of do a variety show thing. I've been talking about video games for a really long time uh, on the internet, and I'm trying to do something different. Most of my conversations lead back to video games anyway, because most of the people that I am friends with, that is like our common ground. So... Most of the time, it's like people that I know through games coming to talk about things that are not game related. And it, it's a lot of fun. And sometimes I throw random trivia stuff at them. Like when you came on and I like was busting your balls about uh, like skateboarding trivia, which some of those questions you got right, I didn't know the freaking answer to. And then some of the questions that I asked you, I was like, he'll never know this. And then you got it right. And I was like, oh, crap. OK, never mind. Like, just, who knew? Who knew? This guy actually knows how to skateboard. This but, guy um, skates. Yeah. <laughs> I say as you have six decks sitting on your back wall, but yeah. Um, But that's over at uh, blindknowledge.com and blind knowledge on YouTube. And I also, I do the show live over on kick, which uh, I know it sounds like I mispronounced Twitch, but it's actually kick head over there. Look up. uh, I flip of the switch, all one word. And uh, yeah, I usually record on Saturdays. My schedule has been a little weird because my son just had surgery and we were in Florida and there's a lot of stuff going on. So I haven't been able to actually do the show in a couple weeks, but we will be getting the show back going soon. This weekend, though, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and fit in this weekend. But this weekend, I'm actually hosting my very first D&D campaign with my kids and their oh, friends. Red. So like they're all... They are all unsullied by the world that is D&D, and they're all interested. And so I helped them roll up some characters, and I'm basically reusing an old campaign I used back in the day, which, I mean, like, no offense. My kids don't listen to your show, so I I can let you in on it. But, like, essentially, it's going to turn into an episode of Power Rangers, (laughs) where by the end of it, they're going to be in a giant mech fighting a big monster. They have no idea, though. So this whole thing is going to lead up It'll probably be like a grand total of five or six sessions, but I also have a bunch of friends that are coming in from out of town that I used to play D&D with back in the army. And so this weekend, him and his wife are coming down and he's going to be pulling out one of his old legacy characters to, to like guest star in their first session. So like I have this whole thing planned out where like, like there's gonna be like pizzas involved and like I already bought them dice and I have a whiteboard ready to go to like draw out maps and crap like that. Like, the whole thing is set. So 
that's going to be my Saturday. <laughs> nice. That's a good so, way to spend it. Yeah. So I'm not hundred percent sure if I'll be doing the episode this weekend. Might do it. Uh, might do it on Sunday. I don't know. Cause I do kind of want to also recap their adventures in this game because something that is really interesting when you're playing with people that have like never played before is once you explain to them that they can really just kind of do anything they want so long as they can justify it through like through rolling the dice and the skills their character have suddenly the lights come on and they're like oh oh i can really do anything and then it you know like it can either go way far afield and like they're on some freaking side quest to go find a chicken that lays magical eggs or they you know freaking power their way through way too early to the final confrontation and just get smoked by a dragon. Like, you know, it, it, there's so many different things that can happen, but I'm hoping to have that moment with, with the kids where like, they're going to realize like, Oh snap, like we really can kind of do anything in this, in this game and really get to like, you know, like vicariously rediscover that feeling through them. So looking forward to that. That's going to be a, that's gonna be a good one this weekend. Absolutely. No, that sounds awesome, man. That that's awesome. I'm stoked for your kid. It'll be a good time. Definitely looking forward to you getting back on track with the podcast as well, though. But take the time, man. You're already uh you're already a little bit into taking a little break. Just go ahead and take another one. That's my advice. Yeah, that's kind of what I I told myself. It's like, well, I've already missed two weeks. Like, what's like what's what's yeah? And I mean, that's the thing. It's not that serious, you know. I put out I put out episodes like sometimes once a month, every two months, sometimes every week. You know, it's it's all over the place. And I get you're trying to do a schedule and everything, but yeah um but yeah it's it's not that serious yet you still got to enjoy life and that sounds awesome so yeah it's it, it's definitely gonna be a good time good time <laughs> hey let the good times roll buddy thank you so yep. much for doing this let's get out of here um yeah man one last time thank you so much yep always a good time and thanks for having me dude All right, that must, uh, God, that's going to do it for episode 20. Uh, Officially in the 20s, too. That's pretty cool. I did not think it would take this long to get into the 20s, but hey, it is what it is. Mylon Secret Castle. Jesus Christ, that music is torture. It is literal torture, but it's a fun little game. I enjoyed it. Uh, Tony, thank you so much for doing this. Like I said in the beginning of the episode, I'll have his stuff linked as well as mine. I'm going to be taking a week-long break from everything. Uh... But I might be playing some games. I don't have anything like set in stone, but I need a break. I'm going, uh, I'm not going to be home for about a week. So I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take my Switch and my Game Boy and just see what happens. That's the plan for now. I'll be back soon though. Streaming, streaming will start back up next week. So I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to take a full week off from the time you're hearing this and I'll be back at some point after that. I might be checking out that Game Boy version. I've played a little bit of it and it is significantly easier so I might, might, might be checking 
checking into that and seeing if I can beat it on the Game Boy. We'll see. We'll see. But anyways, thank you all so much. I'm going to get out of here. I hope this wasn't as torturous to the ears as it was to my mind playing through this. But yeah, till next time. Peace.